Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson. This will be a quick pod to just kind of recap everything that's been going on in eight-man football over the last couple of weeks, so enjoy. Okay, so we have some expansion going on in eight-man football to start out with. Everyone knew about St. Joe Christian, Northland Christian, their co-op ending, and both those teams uh, now going to play eight-man football in 2021. Knox County has decided to go to eight-man football for 2021 as well, so it's three new teams. And then over the last few weeks, we've seen Greenfield and then Lockwood with Golden City both coming down. I know I initially reported that Golden City and Lockwood had ended their co-op. That is not the case. I was told incorrectly. I apologize uh, for that. Um, but it looks like Lockwood and Golden City are both coming down for eight-man. I don't know how long Lockwood will stay in eight-man. Uh, this might just be a temporary thing for them right now. Greenfield, they were an eight-man uh, a few years ago. I think it was four years ago, the last three years, they've been in 11-man. Had one good season, then back-to-back really poor seasons. Um, I think they should have just stayed eight-man in general, but they had some pushback down there. Um, and now the scheduling landscape is much better for Greenfield. I think they've got quite a few Wemo schools on their schedule, including Drexel in Week 9, should be very interesting. Oh, I think Week 7. I think Drexel moved their Lutheran game to Week 9 going forward. So um, very interesting to see how Greenfield does in their return to 8-man. I think they're going to be much more competitive, uh, kind of like how they were the last couple of years in 8-man. So another team down south that could be very good, as well as Lockwood, who had a very good 11-man season last year. They could be a real contender next year. We'll just have to see what kids they bring back and how quickly they can adjust to the eight-man game. Um, so you have those five schools dropping down, which puts us up to 39 schools once Chillahalley returns to the football field next year. Hopefully they have enough kids to play next year. We'll get us to 39 kids. And then... Um, over the last few weeks, I think back to, all the way back to the semifinal games, I was hearing rumors about Nottaway Holt um, ending their co-op with South Holt and West Nottaway ending their co-op with North Nottaway and making a co-op of their own. That has now been set in motion. It's not official official yet. West Nottaway has approved um, leaving North Nottaway for Nottaway Holt. A uh, 6-1 vote by their Board of Education. We're still waiting on what Nottaway Holt and South Holt are going to do, uh, but it looks like all signs are pointing to the Trojans and the Rockets, um, leaving their current co-ops and co-oping with other schools, with each other. Um, personally, don't love this decision. Um, I am an Ottawa Holt grad, as most of you guys know. Um, whenever I was in school, which, <laughs> now think about it, it was 2014 when I graduated, so it's been a while. Um, but Ottawa Holt and West Ottawa did not get along very well. Um... For my era, I guess, of Nottaway Holt Athletics, West Nottaway was probably our closest thing to a consistent rival. I know we didn't like Mountain City the most. That was pretty obvious, and everyone in the conference didn't like Mountain City. But West Nottaway and us were very competitive in a lot of sports, especially on the men's, on the boys' side with football and basketball. Um, and I couldn't fathom trying to go up with them because we didn't like them, and they definitely didn't like us either, I know. Because um, I did have a girlfriend at the time from West Nottaway. She was crazy. Um, but I've heard they didn't like us. So it's like it was kind of a mutual thing. And we had a lot of great battles back in the day. So it's weird now. Uh, we have enough separation from that era to this. That they can do this co-op. And everyone thinks it's just A-OK. Um, 
And I think this is a multitude of factors that have affected um, how these four schools have done things here. Um, I knew from the very beginning that West Nottoway and North Nottoway is very contentious. I mean, the year before they co-opt, so my senior year of football was 2013. Um, and North Nottoway and West Nottoway that year got in a fight in the football field, and the next year they were co-opt. They had a very good run there. They even made a state semifinal appearance. They showed the last few years with the talent level of both schools being counted down on the football side of it. Um, they were more competitive this past year. But it always just kind of seems a little bit forced. The two schools didn't really get along that well, which has been a real theme for a lot of these co-ops. Um, so I didn't know how well those actually working up there between North Nod and West Nod. I think there was a lot of people who would have played if they wouldn't have co-op with the other school kind of deal, which I think is silly. Um, but... That's how kids think. Um, and then I know for the North, for the Nolly Holt and South Holt Co-op, for the most part, I think it could have worked. I think there were a few parents and coaches slash staff members on both sides who just made the co-op more difficult than it needed to be. I know Nolly Holt wanted to do a full co-op. That was one of the ending breaking points there with South Holt, and South Holt wanted to keep basketball separate which I can understand, but at the same point, from what I've heard, there's some South Holt teams the next few years that they're going to be pretty low on numbers even for the basketball side of things. So I think this might be a short-sighted uh, move for South Holt. Um, I think they'll be fine in football for next year, but if you look at South Holt for the future, I'm not sure if they do need to co-op who they're going to be able to go with. Mound City has said repeatedly they won't take them, East Atchison won't take them. They already have enough enrollment already to be a Class 2 basketball school. They're not going to take South Holt in and get even bigger. That's not going to happen. Um, I doubt even Rockport would take them at this point. Savannah, why would they go out with Savannah? That's a terrible marriage. Um, and then North Andrew, unless things get really bad over there, I don't know if they take them either. So this was South Holt doesn't have a whole lot of options um, right now for other co-ops, so I don't know what they're thinking for the future. Um, I think it was very short-sighted by them to dismiss the full co-op with Nottoway Holt. Um, I think same thing with North Nottoway. I know things weren't great with West Nottoway, but now predicament when it comes to finding a suitable co-op partner for them as well. I know they're bordered by West Nottoway, Maryville, and I think Worth County. Um, and Worth County's not going to leave their co-op with Northeast Nottoway. I think they're co-op with, with Ravenwood as well, uh, board at least. And I don't see Northeast Nottoway leaving their co-op with Worth County. It's a little more lucrative, lucrative to be co-op with Worth County than it is to be with North Nottoway at this point. Uh, you might see North Nottoway jump over Maryville and be able to co-op with uh, Platte Valley. I'm not sure how well that union would work either. So I think North Nottoway and South Hold are both kind of up a creek without a paddle at this point because they couldn't make it work for whatever reason with their current co-ops. Um, and I'm not sure how well the West Nottoway and Nottoway Holt co-op will work. I'm not sure what they'll go by. I know there's a lot of details to still iron out there. Um, I think they should go with kind of the Web City look, though, um, and have the powder blue and the red accent it well together and just go from there. I think it could be a really good look if they do it correctly. Um... There's no good way to mash up Rockets and Trojans. I know they used to be the Muskets, 
You had the Knights and the Trojans co op be the Spartans, which worked really well. But between a Rocket and a Trojan, there's not a whole lot of ways you can um, appropriately mix the two mascots. Um, so, my proposal, I'm not sure anyone even cares what I think about this, but I think that you go with the Titans and you just go with a powder blue and red look. Yeah, I think it could look really good um, if they did it correctly. But I'm not sure what they're going to do. So, we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to do with their name either. Well, it's going to be West Nottaway, Nottaway Holt, Nottaway Holt, West Nottaway, West Nottaway Holt. I'm not sure what they're going to do there. It's kind of confusing everything going on with that so we'll just have to see but at this point this puts us up to actually 40 teams because you're taking uh two teams split them into three at this point uh, with these co-op moving so right now we are at 40 teams for 2021 for eight-man football north Nottaway and south Holt can both field teams i think i'm pretty confident south Holt can north Nottaway, i just don't know what their numbers are um and from what i'm told coach peterson will stay with south holt and then Coach Calfee, who was the coach of Northwest Nottaway last year, will be the coach for the West Nottaway Nottaway Holt Co-op, is based on what I've kind of expect slash heard uh, from that area. Still not a big fan of the West Nottaway Nottaway Holt Co-op. I don't know how well it's going to work. I know some people will say, well, they've had the junior high girls um, having co-oping anyways here recently because Nottaway Holt has only a couple of girls there, and that's completely understandable. I think it's been a good co-op for that side of it. Um... I just think the dynamic with the boys' side is a little bit different than it is with the girls' side, but we'll just have to see how it does going forward. I think it would be okay for Nolly Holt for basketball. I think they kind of need that influx of talent to help that program out. They are better this year than they were the last couple of years um, on that side of it, and they have some young talent there, so we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, I know these schools are put in a tough spot with these co-ops. Uh, not a whole of these co-ops have been that... Um, drama free. There's been a lot of drama with all these co-ops. Uh, a lot of these schools don't really like each other and kind of force the co-op due to numbers. And there's some old standing rivalries that make things contentious at, at times. I think the best co-op I've seen is the East Ashton with Tarkio and Fairfax. And that's because they can uh, rally behind their mutual dislike of Rockport. <laughs> um, but you've seen this in the past. I think Platte Valley is working okay now with Jefferson and South Nottaway. Um, we saw Northwest Nottaway, their co-op wasn't great. South Holt Nottaway Holt, their co-op obviously fell apart rather quickly. Um, Miami's not really helping Drexel much in their co-op down south. Norburn's not helping Harden Central much in their co-op as well right now. Um, I think King City and Union Stars fine. I don't know how much of a contention there is between those two schools. I think King City's has the upper hand, I guess, in the two co-op they're together. They just kind of use some of Union Star's athletes, but Union Star doesn't have much of a choice. Is basically what, so we'll just see how it goes over there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how this is all kind of going. Um, I think I, don't know, I think it's just weird to be co-op with West Nottaway as a Nottaway Holt alum, but I understand that's kind of what they had to do with it. Um, their current co-op uh, enrollment will be 105 for 9 through 11 going the next year so we'll just have to see um what north Nottoway does and how they're able to withstand this right now because they cannot also be a part of it because the three together would put them at 155 which would put them over the threshold to stay in eight man 150 is the limit 
Also, while we're on that topic, I think Michigan should change that and raise it to either 175 or 200. There are some schools um, like Pleasant Hope and Sherwood who are higher enrollment but low participation and have really struggled with 11-man that could really use the drop to 8-man. Louisiana is another one. Those three schools could all really use the drop to 8-man, um, but they can't because their enrollment is just too high at this point, even though their participation is at a very low level right now. Um, especially just Pleasant Hope. I think they're actually going to play a junior high JV schedule only this year and not even play a varsity schedule because they just don't have the kids um, and just get killed the varsity level. So they play a JV schedule just to be competitive and build that program back up. So I think it'd be really, if they get a waiver from Michigan, I'd be all for that to get them to go to eight man to help them out a little bit. But right now we're at 40 teams, um, which after the last few years has doubled in the last five years or so. So eight man's growing. Um, we could see in the future them raising the limit to 250 or so and then split the class in two of the big schools in eight man the small schools in eight man have two classes i can see that happening absolutely it would allow for more scheduling freedom but also uh for teams to be more competitive when playoffs kind of hit and give us two champions in eight man football i can see that happening as well going forward so we'll just have to see how it goes um here going forward um, and again, I don't think I did a championship game recap. Congrats to Southwest Livingston. Um, though they lost the time of possession pretty badly, they won the game fairly easily. Um, this is just it's a joke. But Livingston, first championship in school history. Really proud of those players and coaches for how they played this year and rebounding. I didn't think they were a top 10 team going into the year, and they proved by the end of the year they were the best team in the state. Um yeah, very impressive by them. I still wonder what would have happened if Mount City was healthy. Um, I think it could have been very interesting to see how they could have done in the playoffs. Landon Papa was the best player who got hurt this past year. So, But we'll just have to see going into next year. The conference will be a little bit different. Um, also, this kind of changes the 275 conference. Adds another team in there. And... I'm not sure how to do the out-of-conference scheduling and how that all will kind of work. So just think about that right now, because right now the 275 conference is nine teams. So it's an eight-team conference schedule. But if you had a 10th team with these co-ops kind of moving around, that would be an all-in-conference schedule with 10 teams. So you play your nine other opponents, and that'd be your whole regular season. So we just got to the point where Livingston was scheduling North Andrew for their last game of the year. So, and like South Old has Worth County week one. Mountain City plays Albany, like stuff like that. So, so we'll just have to see how it goes um, with that. I just now thought about that when I was doing this podcast is how that all is going to work out. So, a lot of things to discuss here and see what's going to go on going forward. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised in the near future if Southwest Livingston um, didn't eventually leave the conference because there's more teams in their area kind of dropping to eight-man, and they might try to form a conference down there that's more aligned with their basketball alliances too, which would make sense for them for travel-wise. Um, but as of right now, I don't think they can do that yet because they're kind of in a two-year cycle. So a lot of changes happening in the eight-man landscape. Should be a lot of fun to pay attention to and watch, so just stay tuned. And that's all I got for you guys today. 
Um, thank you for listening to the Straight Up Sports Podcast. I am Devin Albertson. Follow Mo 8 Man Football on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you.